0: The title of this message is Deal With It. In other words, in life, there's some things that we got to deal with. There's some things in life, sometimes we have to deal with Scripture. Uh, Sometimes there's some things in life that we have to deal with. We have to deal with some things in relationships and some situations. And so this morning, I want to talk to you about this issue of resentment. I don't know that I've really ever dedicated a whole sermon to this issue of the danger of resentment and what resentment looks like. And so we're going, to take a, we're going to take a glimpse out of David's life, and we're going to look at some principles about this issue of the danger of, of resentment and what happens, because resentment is this. Re- resentment will create a, a prison for you. In other words resentment if you're not careful it will put barriers between you and other people you and friends you and groups of people it can affect healthy relationships around you and so if you have your bibles electronic devices you can turn with me a uh, second samuel chapter 16 and then we're going to be in second samuel 19 first kings chapter 18 but but another way to follow is through U version. If if you're an app person, you can get the U version app, you can search for a live event and click on Fellowship, and then all the scriptures come up and the outline. You can take notes electronically if, if you're if you're electronically inclined. How's that? And so I want to talk to you about this issue of resentment, because resentment will destroy you if it goes unchecked. And, 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 and to some form or fashion, we all have to deal with resentment, whether it's resentment we have towards other people or maybe resentment that people have towards us. And so here, here's what Job says. Job 5.2 says this. It says, Surely resentment destroys the fool, and jealousy kills the simple. Now listen, if you take just a, a Hebrew lexicon, a Hebrew dictionary, and you just look up the Hebrew word for resentment, Here, here's just the the pure definition. It's it's basically, it's it's anger, a strong emotion or feeling that is oriented towards some real or supposed grievance. Sometimes the most difficult resentment to deal with when someone has resentment towards you is a supposed grievance. You haven't offended them. You haven't sinned against them. You, they, they may think you've hurt one of their friends, they may think you've hurt a family member, they may think you've mishandled something, but really and truly, you may know the truth, and you know, you know what, it's, it's just a supposed grievance, I, I haven't done anything wrong, I haven't even hurt them, I don't even know why they're angry at me, and so this is, this is the definition, Job chapter 18, 4, about this issue of anger, you, tell, you, te- you tear yourself in your anger, you sh- shall the earth be forsaken for you, or the rock be removed out of its place, in other words, this issue of anger, this issue of resentment, it will destroy you if you're not careful. It will, like, tear you and your relationships to pieces, Job uh, 36.13 says. For the godless, they're full of resentment. Even when he punishes them, they f- refuse to cry out to him for, for help. In other words, even when there's consequences even when there's things going on in their family, even when there's negative consequences, they, they still refuse to get rid or deal with resentment. To one degree or another, we all struggle with resentment, whether it's the resentment we have for someone else or that we carry in life from time to time, or if it's resentment that someone has towards us. Here's what Hebrews says, twelve fifteen: See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. In other words, what the Bible says about this issue of resentment, which turns into anger. Anger is this. Anger is, is, like, is like grasping a, a hot coal in, in, in your hands with the intention of eventually throwing it at someone and hurting them. But meanwhile, you're the only one that gets burned. You're the only one that gets destroyed. Now, David's life can teach us a lot about this issue of, of resentment, and this issue of, of just the grace to release it, uh, resentment are the grace to handle a supposed grievance against someone. Uh, David wasn't a perfect man. If you study scripture, you know that. Uh, But the scripture does say that he was a man after God's own heart. He's a man who can give us an example of how we should handle this issue of resentment. And so we're going to look at four things this morning before we take communion together about resentment, about learning just to deal with it. The first thing is this, that if you're going to deal with resentment, then, then you have to refuse to retaliate after being treated unfairly. You have to retu- refuse to retaliate after being treated unfairly. Uh, so here, here's what the Scripture says. We're just going to walk through 2 Samuel chapter 16 together. As King David came to Baruam, a man came out of the village cursing them. It was Shimei, son of Gerah, from, from the same clan as Saul's family. Now, Shimei is going to be be the main character along with David in the story. And Shimei was personally attacking David at at the lowest point of David's life. David had been king for about 20 years. He lived in Jerusalem. His his throne was in Jerusalem. David's son, Absalom, decides he's going to to take over the throne. In other words, he's he's revolting against his father. He's rebelling against his father. He's going to take over the throne. And so David's men want David to, like, take his son out. And David couldn't do that. So David makes a decision, and he says, you know what, we're just going to leave. I'm just going to quietly, as much as possible, leave Jerusalem because I don't want to harm my son. And so this is the lowest point of his life. I mean, he's having major family crisis, major family issues. And so as David is leaving the city, Shimei is angry. And Shimei, like, begins to curse him. Shimei, listen... Shimei had been holding, harboring resentment for over 20 years, ever since David took over the throne. See, 20 years ago, Shimei is still upset that that David became king and and that Saul was removed. Shimei felt that Saul still should be king. See, Shimei was a relative of Of Saul's, and because of that, Shimei lost a lot of power when Saul was lost the the throne, and so when David is leaving the city, Shimei vents his anger, vents his resentment, and he begins cursing David, and and even like he begins like throwing stones at him. Listen, if you if you've ever been the victim of either verbal or, or, or physical abuse of any kind, you know it's hard not to be resentful. And Shimei, listen, Shimei is publicly humiliating. David. When someone carries resentment, they want want that individual, they want to publicly humiliate that individual. They want everybody to know how bad that person is. They want everybody to know how wrong that person was. They want everybody to know what that person has done, whether it's a a true grievance or whether it's a supposed grievance. They don't care. And so this is Shimei. Shimei wants to publicly embarrass David. Uh, Verse 16, so he threw stones at the king and the king's officers and all the mighty warriors who surrounded him. So guess what? When you have resentment, when you carry resentment, you not only t- attack the person, you attack the person's friends. This is what's happening. They're not Shimei is not only ta- attacking David, he's attacking David's friends. I mean, this issue of resentment, resentment is like a prison. And resentment will cut you off from people. It will cut you off from groups of people. It will hurt the relationships around you. See, this is a situation where David couldn't fight back. And there was nothing really that he could do. This is like a public deal. See, those are the most difficult t- types of accusations that come at you, especially at a leader. It's those accusations that you know what they can't even—they they can't say a word. They can't even fight back. They can't say a word. This is David. David's men are probably already upset with him because David's men already believed. just take Absalom out. Let's just, let's just settle this. And so Shimei is like challenging David's manhood. And Shimei is falsely accusing David in an area where David is already sensitive and he already feels some guilt. Watch this, verse 7. Get out of here. This is Shimei talking. Get out of here, you murderer, you scoundrel. He shouted at David, and now he throws down the God cart. The Lord is paying you back for all the bloodshed in Saul's clan. You stole his throne. Lie. And now the Lord has given it to your son Absalom. Not true. At last, you will taste some of your own medicine, for you are a murderer. Shimei is accusing David of overthrowing Saul and going against God's will. He's also accusing accusing him of killing some of Saul's family. See, Shimei has been carrying this resentment for 20 years against David. And unfortunately, there are some people that believe Shimei. This is a a big deal. And and this is just totally untrue. God waited until, remember if you know the story, God waited until Saul died before he put David in, in, in office. And we know that it was God's will, so we know that's not right. He's also accusing David of killing some of Saul's family. We know that that David protected some of Saul's family. Now, we we do know that one of Saul's grandsons was accidentally killed in battle. And David, David wasn't even aware of it until after it happened. It wasn't even by his orders. And he felt horrible about it. Sometimes resentment, accusations is hard to take in an area where you already, you already feel some guilt. You already feel like that you weren't perfect. For instance, you did all you could as a parent to raise a child in a good home, and, and then they re, then they rebel. And you're always looking back wondering, what you should have done better, or what you could have done better, and then someone comes along and says, "Well, you know what? If you just had disciplined them better, if you had just loved them more, they wouldn't have turned out like that." It's hard not to be resentful when you have that kind of accusation, and Shimei is accusing David. It's a supposed grievance. David didn't do any of that. Yeah, there's rumor and gossip and there's all this other stuff. It's hard to take when someone is accusing you of something you didn't do. And see, this is what happened. And Shimei, here's an interesting thing, and this is also a dashboard indicator for us. Shimei is accusing, Shimei is glad David's having problems. Resentment will do that. One of the dashboard indicators that we're carrying resentment, if you resent someone, you're going to be glad when they have problems. You're going to be glad when they finally, in your words, they get what they deserve. You're going to be glad when like the rug is like pulled out from under them. That is a dashboard indicator. Guess what? I, I, I think I'm carrying some resentment. Another dashboard is this, in the individual, you're not, going to be, you're not going to be able to see any good that they do, only the bad. Only bad. And here is Shimei. He's like taunting him, and he's trying to destroy David. And he's like, I'm glad that God is judging you. I'm glad that God's bringing judges, uh, judgment on you, and I'm glad you're finally getting what, you're, what you deserve. It's hard not to resent someone who kicks you when you're down. This is David. David's going through this is probably the difficult t- most difficult time of his life. And here's Shimei kicking him while he's down. It's hard not to resent someone that's kicking you when you're down. I told you not to marry him. I told you not to marry her. I told you not to go to that church. He's just like way too big. I, I told you. I told you you would never amount to anything. You should have known better than to do that. Why didn't you listen to what, what did you think was going to happen? How do you react when someone attacks you unfairly? How do you react when someone has a supposed grievance against you and you know it's not true? How do you, how do you handle it when someone attacks your integrity or attacks your worth? See, King David's friend, uh, soldiers, you know what they want to do? They wanted to retaliate. They wanted to get even. In fact, is, here's their response. Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Abishai, son of Zeruah, uh, demanded, Let me go over and cut off his head. In other words, I'll take him out. See, David had the authority to do that. David could have done that and it, it would have been fine. But, but David rose above it. One of the advantages of being in leadership any, for any time is you, you, you develop tough skin. And some people in life are so sensitive. Some people in life, like, they, they wear their feelings on, like, their, their, their shoulders, and, and they get hurt so easily. You didn't call me back. You didn't respond to my text. You didn't send me a thank you. I sneezed, and you didn't even say, God bless you. Some people can get hurt so easily. But see, David understood. Guess what? None of us are perfect. We're, we're, we're all imperfect. Listen, if you want to establish long relationships and long friendships, then you have to have a short memory. Love keeps no records of wrong. So the first thing is this. If you're going to deal with resentment, the first thing is this, is you've got to refuse to retaliate when you're unfairly treated. The second thing is, is this, is forgiveness is for your sake, not theirs. Forgiveness is for your sake, not theirs. And one of the reasons I believe, and I talk to a lot of people about this issue of forgiveness, one of the reasons a lot of people don't forgive is they think that, that withholding forgiveness or refusing to forgive Gives them power over the offender. In other words, they, uh, they have this false belief that if if, if, I believe, if if I forgive you, then you get, to, like, you, you, you get off scot-free. And so that, that was Shimei. And Shimei was thinking, uh, Shimei was withholding this resentment. Forgiveness, listen, forgiveness is for the person harboring the resentment. Man, you, you've got that hot coal in your hand, and you're looking at a way to throw it at someone, but guess what? It is burning you. And it is destroying you. And it is causing you pain in your life. And so, here's what David says, verse 10. No, the king said, who asked your opinion? You sons of Zeruah? If the Lord has told him to curse me, who are you to stop him? Then David said to Abishai and to all his servants, my own son is trying to kill me. Doesn't this relative of Saul have even more reason to do so? Leave him alone and let him curse for the Lord has told him to do it. And perhaps the Lord will see that I'm being wronged and will bless me because of these curses today. Okay, so, so David's depressed. And he's depressed and he says, you know what? Maybe Shimei's right. Maybe I'm getting what, I'm, what I deserve. You know what? I, I made mistakes in parenting. I made some mistakes as, as, as a king. I made mistakes in, in, in relationships. I, I made some poor choices in life. And you know what? Maybe Shimei is right. The most dangerous thing, when when you're falsely accused and you're falsely attacked, someone has resentment towards you, the most dangerous thing is for you to go into the mode and all of us start believing, you know what, maybe they're right. Maybe I am that horrible person. Maybe I am that, see this is David. And David thought, you know what, if I'll just take it like a man, maybe, maybe God will bless me. Verse 13, so David and his men continued down the road. And Shimei kept pace with them on a nearby hillside. Cursing and throwing stones and dirt at David. I mean, this man is like losing his mind at this point. That, that's an interesting phrase when it said, "Shimmy." I kept pace with him. Listen, I'm telling you, when someone harbors resentment towards you, especially when it's a supposed grievance, and they never sit down and have a conversation with you, they never handle it biblically, isn't it interesting how they will always keep pace with you? They just won't let it go. I mean, they continually tell their friends. They continue to post stuff on social media. They continue to tweet stuff. They continue to make it public. Uh, they'll follow you, into your, you know, into your relationships, whether it's into your home, whether it's into your church, whether it's into your friends, whether it's into your community. And they are letting everybody know what a horrible person you are, the things that you've done, the things that you've done to hurt them. See, this is Shimei. And Shimei is going crazy. But can, can, can I tell you this? And this is, I'm telling you, this is just for free this morning. The truth always comes out, but you have to let it, and you have to trust God. We want to defend ourselves. We want to defend every accusation. and It's taken 20 years for the truth to come out. Shimei is like going crazy, throwing dirt, David just forgives him. You want to mess with people that harbor resentment towards you? Just forgive them and move on. Don't even know how to handle it. 2 Samuel chapter 19, we don't even have time to read that. David decided to to go ahead and to forgive him, though he's advised by his friends and co-workers to get revenge. And then then David's men eventually defeat Absalom. And as a result, David is going back into Jerusalem to take the king. And guess what? Shimei still lives there. 2 Samuel 19 verse 16. Shimei, son of Gera, the man from Baharim in uh, Benjamin, hurried across with the men of Judah to welcome King David, I guess. So, you wouldn't want to be Shimei right now, right? The very man you ridiculed, humiliated publicly, now you need him. Need him. So watch this, verse 18. They crossed the shallows of the Jordan to bring the king's household across the river, helping him in any way they could. As the king was about to cross the river, shimmy, I fell down before him. My Lord, the king, how quickly things change. Please, please, please forgive me. Forget the terrible thing your servant did when you left Jerusalem. May the the king put it out of his mind. I know how much I sin. This is why I've come here today, the very first person in all Israel to greet you. My Lord, the king is me. So he goes, Eddie Haskell, right? I mean, (laughs) Now he's like, hey, remember how much I love you? He's now like begging for his life. And Shimei now is humble. I've sinned. I'm wrong. Please forgive me. I deserve death, but please forgive me. It's, it's like one of those reality TV shows like, like they bring that person back that you just voted off the island, and now you've got to deal with it, and they know about it. And so David's advisors are, are counseling him again. Verse 21, Abishai, son of Zeruah said Shimei should die, for he cursed the Lord's anointed king. Listen, I'm telling you, when you have been wronged, there will always be people around you to tell you to hurt them, to ignore them, to make them pay, to, 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 to all of those things. But David ignores the friends of his counsel. Listen, forgiveness is my right to hurt you for hurting me. Look what he tells. So David responds, verse 22. Who ask your opinion, you sons of Zeruah? David exclaimed. Why have you become my adversary today? Why are you trying to keep me from doing what God's asked me to do? This is not a day for execution, for today I'm once again the king of Israel. Then turning to Shimei, huge, David vowed your life will be spared. David's like, Shimei, I have no intention of, of killing you. You know, you know, what's helpful for me is this story with Shimei. It tells me that when people hurt you, when people have a supposed grievance against you, even if they don't admit it, they know what they're doing. Because of the conscience. They know what they're doing. Shimei knew. Shimei knew. And David says, I have no intention of killing you. And one of the ways that you know you have forgiven is when you... Make the person who has hurt you feel comfortable in your presence. You know, make them pay. Here's another thing, if you're, if you're going to deal with it. Forgiveness is about forgiving others as God has forgiven us. Forgiveness is about forgiving others as God has forgiven us. Uh, Ephesians 4.32 says, Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. One of the keys to forgiveness is remembering how much you've been forgiven for. And so that's why it's so important in a few minutes that we're going to take communion together. That's that's a reminder of that. And maybe, maybe that was on David's mind that day. Maybe David remembered. Bathsheba. And when he asked God, God, please, please forgive me. And God forgave him. People who have received mercy, people who have received forgiveness, people who have received grace, are much more inclined to show grace, forgiveness, and mercy to others. You cannot give out what you don't have. You cannot give out what you haven't received. And David, David stuck up for Shimei. David didn't let his men retaliate, and he says, You know what? Maybe the Lord said him, let's just leave it up, leave it up to God. Romans twelve, eighteen. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge, I will pay them back, says the Lord. And so in a situation you may be hundred percent right, but it's not it's not your job to even the score. It's your, God to tell, to, your job to tell God and let God deal with the person in his timing. In other words, this, be willing, be big enough to, to, to forgive. I mean, the, the, the hero of the story is not Shimei, right? When we think of Shimei, you know, we think, what a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. Let it go. Handle it biblically. Why do you tell everybody what he's done? And you've never gone to him? You, never, you don't even know both sides of the story? What a jerk making sure everybody knows what a horrible person David is. You know who the hero of the story is? David. Because David was big enough, man enough to forgive and, and move on. You know what I'd like to do and what I wanted to do? Honestly, wanted to end the sermon here. I want to give you three points of prayer, tell you how easy it is to forgive, how easy it is to handle resentment, put a nice little bow on it, and let's just take communion and call it good. But that's not reality. And that's not the rest of the story. And I want to give you the rest of the story because... <clears throat> 1st 1st Kings chapter 2 gives us indication that David had trouble letting go of the past. He had trouble not taking it personal. And so here's here's a last principle is this. Forgiveness is not a one-time event, it's a it's an ongoing process. I really want you to grab this this morning because I don't ever want to act like it is easy to forgive. I don't want to ever act like that it's easy when someone has a supposed grievance against you and they're telling all of their friends and all of their relationships how horrible you are. When it's even cost you some friendships. When it's even cost you some of your character and some of your reputation with some people. That it's easy. So David, 1 Kings chapter 2, David is on his deathbed. He calls in Solomon, his son, which is typically done, and he's given Solomon some final instructions. So First Kings chapter 2, verse 8, he says, and, remember, and so he's talking to his son, and he says, and remember Shimei, son of Girah, the man from Bahurim and Benjamin? He cursed me with a terrible curse as I was fleeing Mahayim, When he came down to meet me at the Jordan River, I swore by the Lord that, son, I wouldn't kill him. But that oath does not make him innocent. Son, you're a wise man, and you'll know how to arrange a bloody death for him. Just make it look like an accident. Then David died and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. What happened? He's getting even with him. He's getting even with him. It's like the woman that put on her husband's tombstone. Rest in peace till I get there. That's funnier the more you think about it. I'm telling you. Some people just won't let it rest. David remembered. David remembered what Shimei had done to him. David remembered who Shimei had talked to. The relationships that he lost as a result of that. The friendships that he lost around, as a result of that. The reputation that he lost as a result of, of Shimei's words. He remembered that. And he tells his son, I promised not to kill him, but you didn't. So could you just take care of this for me? Could you just make it look like an accident? You know what this tells me? That time does not heal all wounds. fact is time can worsen a wound if it gets infected with resentment and with bitterness. And you know what's an infection of? It's an infection of the heart. you can forgive. And then the remember the offense and get emotional and get upset. Forgiveness not a one-time thing. It is an ongoing process. That's why Jesus taught us just to pray. Father forgive me. As I forgive those Who have sinned against me. And he taught us to pray that daily. And now David on his deathbed. Years later. Still remembers the hurt. Still remembers the pain. Still remembers the emotion. And asks his son. Can you take care of this for me? And so. After David dies, Solomon does not execute Shimei because Solomon knew that it it wouldn't please God. So he simply took Shimei and he placed him under house arrest. And three years later, two of Shimei's slaves run away and leave. Shimei, the man who had been forgiven of much, could not forgive two slaves for running away from him. So Shimei left Jerusalem and hunted them down to kill them. And since he broke parole, since he left Jerusalem, Solomon's men found him and killed him. It eventually destroyed him. Forgiveness is not an option. It's a command. Forgiveness is the only way to break resentment. And a lot of times what I find in life when people harbor resentment They have well-meaning friends around them that are nursing that grudge, that are nursing that offense, that are encouraging them by their words. And the only way to get set free from resentment is this issue of forgiveness to to where you come to the place and you refuse to retaliate after being unfairly treated where you understand that you know what forgiveness is for my sake it's it's not for their sake it's not letting them off the hook it's not saying that what they did to me didn't hurt me it's it is me releasing my right to retaliate see forgiveness is about forgiving others because God has forgiven us of so much and forgiveness is not a one-time event it's an ongoing process That's why communion is so important because it's a reminder of all that God has forgiven us for so that we may realize that and extend that grace to others. As our servers begin making their way to the back.